0: you're listening to the fit female project i'm maz and i'm
1: chelsea
0: and we're here to help every woman on her fat loss and fitness journey we've helped
1: hundreds of women who are desperate for results but don't know where to start as your coaches we use evidence-based facts whilst keeping it real so you can look and feel your most confident self without having to give up your social life head to our website www.fitfemaleproject.com to find out how you can join our community it's really really good or check out our instagram at fitfemaleproject now let's get to work Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fit Female Project podcast. Hey, Maz. Hello, everyone. Hi. And today's topic is quite relevant, actually, where we always talk about food in our podcasts. uh, But we want to go a little bit deeper this week. We want to talk about the food mindset that can really change your life and then, in theory, get you fantastic results now we obviously really want all of our clients to get amazing results but something fit female project are super passionate about is uh, your health and while it is very easy to just tell everybody to go in a calorie deficit and say stick to these numbers stick to your macros we know as women there is way more to this than just losing fat over to you man's <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, it's something that Chelsea and I have been speaking about quite a bit. And something that we pick up on is a push towards, you don't have to give up your favorite foods, you can eat whatever you want and still lose weight. But neglecting to mention how it can make you feel, function, and your health benefits that will come from actually what you're eating, rather than just reducing and playing they call it macro Jenga. I quite like that phrase Ooh. where you've got anyone that's not with us at Fit Female Project, you get given something called macronutrient targets, which are your carbohydrates, your fats, and your protein. And with those macros, they make up your calories. Sounds a bit complicated, but we explain it to you all when you're on the plan. And what you can do is you have a set calorie target and protein target, and we allow a little bit more flexibility with carbs and fats. But the only uh, thing that can come in there is when people try and fit in all of these favorite treats and processed foods to try and hit their numbers without thinking about how is this actually benefiting my health? And is this good for me in the long game or is this just a way for me to be in a calorie deficit and to lose fat because you can see results just buying by being in a deficit you can eat mcdonald's burgers every single day and still lose weight that is a fact but is that going to make you feel your very best no no it's
1: not i do love a Mackey d's though but not every day I do you like a mcdonald's
0: no, not really. Couldn't tell you that. <sighs> we actually walked. I actually walked past McDonald's with Steve this morning. He was like, yeah. "Does that smell good to you?" And I was like, "Yeah, it does actually." I suppose any anything being fried is always going to smell quite yeah. good, like the waft of the Mac- McDonald's chips. But couldn't yeah. tell you the last time I had one.
1: Okay, so while I do love a, a McDonald's, and we're saying you can't, you don't have to cut out all these foods completely, uh, but I do think we have to be realistic here and really think in our heads about how something is going to make you feel. So obviously, we can stick to the the calories, the macros, the numbers, but it's really, really important uh, before you make this choice on what you're going to have. Think about whether it serves you. So some things to think about. Think about uh whether this is gonna make you feel good after, whether this is this is gonna keep you uh feeling nice and full, whether this is um gonna help you with your 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 progress with your uh with your training, with your recovery, um, whether it's gonna make you feel energized for the rest of the day. What other things, Mads?
0: Yeah, I really liked what you said about being full because That's an interesting topic. If you're trying to stay satiated, especially if you're on a fat loss um, journey, if you're trying to stay as full as possible so that you don't have those constant urges to snack and to overeat, you want to have something that's as filling as can be. And if you compare volume, like we talk a lot about volume food. So how much food you get for the same amount of calories and if I'd you're choosing things. yeah and if you're choosing highly processed food you might be able to get say it's a tiny cereal bar that's gone in 30 seconds you could probably have like a salad or a a big bowl of veggies and some lean proteins for exactly the same calories what do you think is actually going to keep you feeling fuller for longer. And working out that strategically is extremely important for helping you to get the results that you want.
1: Yeah. Do you know what, you know, if you're somebody that's um, like a, if you you grab a snack on the go, even making a, a change, a change of just grabbing, we're so used to, oh, just grab a pack of crisps, pack of crisps. I'm sorry, but Nowadays, you get about five crisps in the pack. When are you ever full up on a pack of crisps? What's the point?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that the other day and thinking of like an equivalent as a snack yeah. if you at home. And you could go to the drawer and grab a packet of crisps, which on average probably would be about uh, 140 calories or something. Or yes. you could get a big bowl of Greek yogurt, and um, pop in some berries, maybe some cinnamon on the top or a little topping of your choice. And that is exactly the same calories. And I find Greek yogurt, you know, that bowl that we had the other day, Charles, it's so filling.
1: Oh, my God. That was so delicious. And like we were just so, yeah, happy happy with that. I didn't even think in my... I didn't eat till, till dinner after that, did you?
0: No. And even when I went to dinner, I was pretty full still. So you can be yeah. really smart with your food choices.
1: Yeah, it's all about being being clever and we never want people to go hungry it's not about that it's about being strategic <laughs> and clever and that's why um sometimes tracking in the beginning can be quite obviously people see it as a bad thing they're like well I have to weigh my food but I remember when I first ever started tracking and I got the uh how do you say it? is it Faye the the you know zero percent yeah yogurt. got that out ready to put just like one you know I I put it on the scales I thought oh it'll be one tablespoon and I was like oh I can keep going and then I kept going and going and then when you put fruit in you're like oh bloody hell that's more than I thought that's
0: great (laughs) Mm, it's like a little dessert
1: yeah so good and as well another hack you introduced me to this one potatoes
0: (laughs) potatoes yeah you can get so many on your plate oh we love that all those and the on. Is, I, we talk so much about macronutrients. So mm. we talk about those like the big, the big groups, but what we don't ever really touch on are the micronutrients in your foods, which are vitamins and minerals. Yeah. And if you're choosing highly processed fast foods because they fit in your calories and you can still lose weight on them, but you still get all of those things that your palate has got used to because they are highly moreish, you're likely missing out on lots of your micronutrients, which are going to affect things like your hair, your skin, your nails, your breath, which I think people underestimate. If you've got a good quality diet, everything becomes healthier internally rather than just Losing weight, and you will start to feel those benefits and start to feel shiny hair and strong nails, and all of those things that we might not even think about.
1: Yeah. We, I think before we so, um, I don't know, would we say it's like superficial in the fact that obviously people want to want to look good and stuff. And you could spend a fortune on getting the best moisturiser or some, well, <laughs> what we think is the best one. Um, or, uh, you know, go get your nails done and all of these things. And uh, we, we all do, we go and put the best shampoo in our hair and stuff. But the thing really and the cheapest option <laughs> It's what we're putting inside of our body. We don't talk about mm. it that enough. And it's just again, it's the simple things work before we start worrying about all those things. What about what we're putting in our yeah, inside our bodies? And that's when clients I love it when people join us and they're like <laughs> they think they're gonna be hungry and they've they've gone from from eating, they they say, Oh, I don't eat much and they're telling the truth, they're not eating much, but what they're eating is highly Processed foods uh, that aren't very filling. And then they start eating lots of whole foods and getting their macronutrients, micronutrients in, and they're like, oh, I'm so full. <laughs>
0: Mm, and gut health as well thinking about (laughs) all of the microbiome in your gut and thinking about what is serving that what's creating a happy little environment in your gut and what is going to make that disturbed what's going to cause you to bloat and to feel constipated Mm. and have that constant a lot of people say I've got this constant sort of swollen belly underneath your belly button that's a really common for women I have it all the time and I think that that's a real problem area for us and it's usually... Digestive uh, related, and mm-hmm. that gut—you know—there's a lot around gut health and gut health research at the moment. And thinking of the the brain gut connection, and the healthier your gut is, the healthier your whole body is, and your brain function, your cognitive ability. And I think that that is really important. It shouldn't be underestimated as well. And that is going to come from. And you have you got a range of amazing. um minerals and colors and variations of whole foods in your body and going through your digestive system
1: yeah yeah I know again it, it goes back to like the simple things matter um the most so just getting all of those colors I loved them. Um, what did you say like you s- said about your food is is your fuel and what do you say about being a sports car I love that
0: Oh, yeah. So think of yourself. I don't know. I've stolen this. I steal a lot of these (laughs) analogies. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Say your thoughts. Don't tell anyone.
1: I'll be like, I thought of of this amazing quote. (laughs) Yeah, go on
0: Google. (laughs) I'm not taking ownership of this one. Mm -hmm. You've got to think of yourself as a high quality sports car. And if you spend your life savings on this sports car, would you be putting crappy fuel into it to make it run? I highly doubt it. You'd be taking care of that sports car because that has cost you all of your savings and you are going to high, um, hold that in high regard. You're going to put the best fuel possible into that sports car to run smoothly and f- for a long time without any problems. And thinking of that, in terms of your body and your your you are your own vessel and you want to make yourself run optimally and so that's why you want to have this really high quality diet because it's going to affect every part of your being and your life
1: hmm. Yeah. And once you've seen, I think sometimes once you find the light and you then start eating in this way, more vegetables, more whole foods, and you, you find the light, that's when people start saying, God, I've got so much energy. And then that's usually when they're like, I could never go back to to feeling like that. And even when people, you know, fall off the wagon, we don't like that quote, but we, we know it happens, fall off the wagon. But what happens is it's a difference. When they fall off the wagon, because they then go, when they fall off the wagon, if you're like, just gone absolutely mental, like a binge, a binge fest, you're like, actually, this is not serving me anymore. This is not making me feel good. I don't
0: want to feel like this. And then you're less likely to do it. Mm, And it could be as simple as, okay, in your next snack, grab a piece of fruit. Grab a piece of fruit. And then for your next meal, keep that ball rolling. Have some nice whole foods, some potatoes, some veg, and some protein on your plate. It doesn't have to be a complete overhaul. You know, it's tiny little steps can make a huge difference. And then you'll build it into your routine and you'll start to feel the benefits. Fruit is so
1: underrated. Why are we not eating fruit every single day? I saw this um, article. I read this article the other week. And it was basically saying, like, what has happened to uh, the, the UK diet? Why is it that if you say, oh, I'm eating healthy, like, I'm eating healthy foods, I'm eating fruits, that's classed as, like, dieting? And you're like, no, that's what we actually should be eating. (laughs) We're going to stop ourselves right there. It's time for an ad break, um, but we're not sponsored yet.
0: So we've decided to promote ourselves. Research shows that you can burn 3.2 calories by pressing the like and subscribe button. So if you're enjoying the podcast, then it would mean so, so much to us if you could do this and share it with your friends and family and help us build this incredible community. Okay, self-promo over. Let's get back to the podcast. People haven't always used tracking to lose weight. I know. we always really (laughs) come into our lives and our worlds, I don't know, within the last 10 years, I guess, it's kind of, or maybe in the last five years, it's become a a regular thing people have my fitness pal and actually know what calories and macros are but you know going back 10 years ago if people were going to go on a diet what would they do probably they'd do it wrong and they'd go the other extreme and eat a lettuce leaf for lunch but (laughs) they they didn't eat that's what they did yeah (laughs) yeah, exactly but they'd start to take out things in their diet that they recognize as being quote unquote bad for them so they would Mm -hmm. probably reduce the amount of snacks crisps chocolate um you know sugary drinks that are coming into their diet simple as that and i think sometimes we lose the wood through the trees and we try and make it really complicated and going back to that jenga analogy i used at the beginning of trying to slot in as many delicious things as we can into our diets because because we can because we know the science and we know how it works when essentially yeah Dripping it back and just taking out some of those things that actually aren't serving you and you probably don't need. And yes, you are going to have to make some sacrifices because that is what is good for you and what is going <laughs> to help you in the long run. We're not going to sit yeah. here and say, you have whatever you want and let's magically make these results because listen, it doesn't work like that.
1: I wish it did but no it doesn't and also you can get really obsessed with the with the numbers and um, I mean this might sound a bit contradictory because we do give everybody uh numbers to follow and a you know a macro plan but when somebody um says oh my god I'm three grams over my fats and I've been that person as well I've been that person because you know you're you're sticking to the plan and stuff if you've gone three grams over your fat because you've had some avocado but you're still in your calories and it's all gone you know it's from that you're going to be okay that you could also go the opposite way and I again we have experience of working with people that have um just simply eaten whole foods and they say oh my god my diet is is so good and I'm eating whole foods but again they could be having like handfuls of nuts and things like that 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 um are putting them like way over their their calories um and or eating too much of certain things and when you think about it as well like and I again I'm saying this from experience like or I've never put weight on from eating lots of good things like there's never been a time in my life where I've been like oh my god I put weight on from eating like I've been eating loads of fruit recently and loads of vegetables (laughs) if I put weight on it's because I've been drinking like a fish and snacking on rubbish and it's from bad like I hate saying bad
0: things but things that are not most the most nutritionally beneficial foods for me what about you yeah I'm I'm the same it's when I've been overeating, um, probably processed Moorish food if there's like a big yeah. family bag of crisps or something, you know? It's yeah, it's those, it's those sort of things that are gonna really pile it on and make you feel rubbish. Um and yeah. and yeah, like that guilt, I think as well, kind of oh I don't ever want anyone to feel food guilt because I've been there and it's a horrible feeling. And I really don't I want to look after our clients and and make mm-hmm. sure they never feel that. But you know, that that feeling when you wake up and you think, I didn't need that. Why did I do that? Or why did I eat that entire tub of ice cream when I could have just had a quarter of it? Like, why did I do that? It's not made me feel good. And almost like pocketing down that emotion, whether it's journaling it, maybe it's making a note in your phone of just remembering this feeling and actually was it worth it what was the like the cost benefit of that was it something that I really loved and enjoyed and cherished and will remember or was it just something that's left me feeling really funky
1: yeah yeah I hate that food gill, um afterwards
0: yeah. and it's like
1: it's weird as well because i sort of i've had it before when i've been eating something say for example a big bag of popcorn right for a big bag of popcorn because you think oh yeah i'll get the family pack because i'll have that in the Covered for one week. Oh no! One day, <laughs> and then you like yeah. once you have a bit, and then I know that I don't need any more, and I'm going right, put it away, put it away, and you just can't stop, and then you feel so guilty afterwards. But I suppose understanding what is it that
0: made you do that. To be honest, I think a lot of the times that I overeat on poor foods or make bad choices is when I've actually been over restrictive for the rest of the day. And actually, that goes back to our approach of never saying that any food is off-limit can be really Mm -hmm. helpful. Because if you say, right, I'm going on this six-week thing and I'm not going to eat chocolate. I'm not going to eat chocolate for six weeks. What do you think is going to happen? after that six weeks is over, you don't have to account to anyone anymore and you've got that uh, freedom to make your own choices and someone offers you a box of celebrations, you're probably going to devour it because you feel like you've been, um, it's been so restricted and it's been off limits, you've not been allowed it. Whereas if you had one of those celebrations a day for the six weeks and challenge yourself to that, how do you think your relationship would be with that food after the programs finished
1: yeah i think too Like the the people that um that you see maybe in the street that you think oh wow they've got a, amazing physique or people that are sort of your your goals i reckon if we went round and asked a bunch of those people like oh do you what, what's your diet like do you not eat what do you not eat i reckon the majority of those people would probably say Oh no, I don't cut things out actually, and then probably would also say just FYI. I know it's not the subject that that they lift weights.
0: <laughs> okay, I have a game for you, Charles. I haven't briefed I haven't briefed Chelsea on this, so God knows where it'll go. I so
1: love I'm going to ask
0: you <laughs> your favourite sources from our macronutrients. So our carbs, our fats, and our proteins.
1: Let's start with carbs. Wait, wait hold on. Starchy or non-starchy?
0: Either.
1: Okay, I'm going to go basic. Favorite starchy carb. I do love a potato. I really do because I love filling my plate. And I've got the air fryer recently and you finish off that potato in the air fryer. Absolutely fantastic. Okay, talk to me about fats. Oh, easy. Avocado. Okay, and now on to proteins. There's so many goodens. Uh Chicken is a very good chicken breasts probably has to be up there. Um another option that I could probably eat every single day and also good because you could have it for breakfast lunch or dinner eggs oh yeah great
0: choice oh, eggs what about the eggs <laughs> i know it's not like
1: it's not one um you, that we think of straight away but i, I love eggs on toast you know brekkie brunch great option mm-hmm. eggs um
0: yeah they're excellent <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> moving on what is yours man i'm gonna go fatty protein salmon
1: yeah oh what a good one salmon delicious mm. especially in yeah. the air fryer oh air fry set uh, air
0: <laughs> what <laughs> 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 Just so air salmon. this is so good oh gosh okay right that's made me hungry maz and i went to an event
1: recently and i don't know if we've said this on here but we tried there's a competition and you had to you know it was an auction a charity auction and an air fryer was up for grabs and i was furious so i didn't win it so i bought one
0: yeah we put got some raffle tickets just so you could win that i know so how are
1: we going to bring this home didn't care we're like come on didn't get it anyway on that note thanks for joining us again Bye. bye thanks for listening and choosing us as your coaches if you want to join our next six week project head to the website now for more info you will not regret it bye